Yo, what's up, world? This is your boy Hot Tracks, and you listening to Can a Play a Play with Pretty Tony, Joy LaShawn, and your boy K Diddy on Blog Talk Radio. Am I crazy, or was you giving me 
Well, you crazy because I know I'm too fly. Already know I'm too fly. Already know I'm too fly. Ain't that the truth? We already know we too fly. Your boy, Pretty Tony, once again in the building. Can I play a play live? Before I go any further, let me uh, bring in my esteemed colleague, Dr. K. Diddy Esquire. Are you there, sir? Yes, sir. Live and in person. Not even Memorex today. Right on, right on. Um, we'd like to welcome everybody to the show. Thank you for so much for joining us. Uh, I want to make sure last week we were absent from you guys, and we know you guys missed us. But due to circumstances beyond our control, we were unable to uh, party with y'all last week. But nonetheless, we're back this week, live and direct, doing what we do on the show. Um, this week's episode, we're getting into the whole medical marijuana debate um, this election season on the, in a ballots in about, I think, three states. They're putting it up to um, see if they can get marijuana legalized. Uh, they've already attempted it in Nevada. It got shot down. They attempted it in California. It got shot down, but they're going to try it in a couple more states. And we're talking about the pros and the cons of medical marijuana today. Is there a such people, a thing? A lot of people, Tony, don't see no cons except for the, you know, I guess the political figures. They see cons because they ain't figured out a way how to get their money. But there are actually more pros to it, which we'll get into it shortly. Absolutely. And we're going to be joined by um, Dr. Cohen, who's a medical marijuana advocate, and he's going to tell us about the benefits of medical marijuana. Uh, as always, we try to give you a show. We're presenting information, and all we're doing on the show is presenting information for you to make your own assessment of what medical marijuana is or is not. Uh, I think we're being joined by the Gentrification Committee here. Hold on, let me double check. Uh, do you have any swampland available for sale, sir? Do you guys take vacations together or what? <laughs> oh, I, uh, uh, I, well, yeah, because I got gas money and Tony got good tires, so you got a problem with that? Yeah, I do. You guys have a responsibility to your listeners. Yes, okay. yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's and last, right. And I'll make you guys feel guilty all day until Dr. Cohen comes on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I, think, I think Dr. Corn is here now, oh. honestly. So don't okay. make you feel guilty. Okay. Uh, well, right. We're going to let him in in a moment. So we're stepping into this debate because I, for one, I grew up around a lot of Rastafarians who use marijuana as a spiritual drug of choice. It is a part of their religion. So I'm slightly biased, but I'm going to allow... Anybody who has something negative pertaining to marijuana to say, and we're going to present the positive aspects of marijuana today. One of the first things I want to start the show off by saying is that big pharmaceutical companies have lots of medication out on the marketplace right now that have done much worse damage to the human condition than any negative thing that 
that you can say about marijuana. And these are facts. Go and go ahead and look it up. All my wonderful people who go in the archives, all you Puritans out there who have something to say, go and do the research. Prescription drugs have done more damage to the human condition than anything negative that you can have to say about marijuana. What are the benefits of somebody using marijuana when they're suffering from cancer and they need something to increase their appetite? But what I am going to do is let a uh, a, a, a medical professional, professional uh, step forward now and uh, guide you through the pros of medical marijuana. Uh, I'd like everybody to welcome Dr. Cohen to the show. Dr. Cohen, are you with us, sir? Yes, sir. Good day to you, sir. And how are you this fine Sunday? I'm fantastic. How are you? Uh, hey, Dr. Good. T. Thanks for joining us. No problem, Lamont. It's my pleasure. All right. So what we have here is, you know, Pretty Tony and, and, and KB are a bit biased, so I'm going to have a medical professional who says he doesn't know any cons to marijuana present the pros of medical marijuana use. Dr. Cohen, um, what is it that you – what is the, a message, a factual message you'd like to get out there to the public pertaining to the use of medicinal marijuana, sir? I think mainly for the for the day-to-day people that I see, it's how they use it, and it's what the reasons are that they use it for, which are mainly pain and um, mainly pain and anxiety, and as a, as an antidepressant, even uh, even. And this is instead of their, you know, many times instead of drugs that they've tried, pharmaceuticals that they've tried in the past. And so it's fair to say that, you know, smoking marijuana is much more uh, uh, beneficial than both perhaps popping Prozac and Xanax for the, your, the entire span of your life because you're dealing with a few things. It's hard to say, you know, if they're, if they're, if they're better than those drugs directly, but that's only because they haven't been studied. I don't think there are a lot of large studies on this uh, um that are out there, but it's mostly what people tell me from a day-to-day basis. Okay, okay, that's a fair response to that. And what about the good people out there who, who refer to marijuana as a gateway drug that is going to lead you down a path of destruction um, once you start marijuana use? Well, I think there's a lot of fear of the unknown. If so, if people don't really know how marijuana is used, then there's a lot of fear associated with it. And when you do um, take a critical look at that question in particular, like some of the journals have, the big medical journals like um, The Lancet, and I don't know if anybody's heard of that, but it's the, it's like the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm sure, some, sure most everybody's heard of that, um, only it's in England. And they did a study on... Um, Looking at that question, you know, is it a gateway drug? And the answer was just no. Um, and so I think when you have a, a trusted journal like that for, you know, a large med- for a large percent of the medical um, professionals read that journal, and, and the answer is, is it a gateway drug? Is no, you know, unquestionable in that journal. I think you have to take a look at that seriously and say, and say you know, why do I think it's a gateway drug? And then look at the data, and it just is not supported in, in factual data. Okay, and, and is it also fair to say that there's a great deal of 
um, propaganda out there that is much more readily available than actual factual studies of marijuana? I guess if you read the papers, there probably is, but I, I really can't comment on the mass mind. You know, okay. I, I really I wanted to stick to. I mean, of course that's probably true, but um, I don't I don't qualify myself as in touch with that actually. But uh, I do listen to people who use it as a medicine every day. These people are usually older than myself. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think this, the stereotype of maybe my job is that I see a lot of young people, and that's just not the case either. In fact, when I went into it, um, I thought that might be true, but it's actually people are my age and above that I see for the most part. And okay. so yeah, I have old okay. – uh, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Go ahead, Dr. Cohen. I'm not cutting you off. No problem. Um, I, I just meant um, you know, people decades older than me telling me how they use it for their arthritis or to help a tremor or for their high blood pressure, for example, or just to take the edge off pain. And so, you know, I get I get the sense that people are using it as a medicine. Okay. And then that's to say, um, I'm, I'm going to direct this question to Kay Biddy. Uh, so, Kay Biddy. Yes, sir. Uh, you are very, you're, this, is, this is a subject matter that's very close to your heart. You seem very passionate about it. Um if one were to say to you, Kay Diddy, uh, well, I still don't want my early my young adults using marijuana, even though I, I think that there may be benefits to using it, I would much rather put them on some kind of, let's say, pill that also have a way longer list of side effects rather than letting them use medicinal marijuana. Uh well, I, I would definitely have to respond that I would probably go with the medicinal marijuana. In fact, I, I happen to know some people that uh, have a young daughter that uh, suffered badly from uh, chemo uh, treatments, and they put her on. Uh, they took her off that and uh, put her on a liquid concoction with cannabis. And and the girl is doing fine. I mean, she's back active in school, doing her day-to-day activities. Her, her hair has grown back. And uh, every day in the news, we notice that there's some class action suit about some drug that the FDA had made available to people. Now, the company's made billions of dollars, and then they settle out for a few million or whatever. So, you know, I'm not really cool or comfortable with everything that the government, you know, makes available to the consumers and say it's okay. So, you know, there was some study that I read last week, a week ago or so, where, you know, then came up with some other pros that came from a derivative of cannabis that's making some news. Um, So, yeah, um, I I would probably try that one with my child first before I put them on some pills and nobody know where that ends, if their kidneys going to end up messed up, liver going to end up messed up, some other kind of stuff. So, yes, to that. Are you – is that the – if you mind if – do you mind if I butt in? Is that that the um, article in the Los Angeles Times you saw on the father using it for a seizure disorder? Uh, No. Actually, this was – not uh, well. Actually, I read it on the internet one first, and you know that's why I read it. That actually. Okay. But now, um, 
Go ahead, go ahead, brother. No, I'm sorry, but yeah, the girl that I know, you know, is a um, she's an eight nine year old girl. All right. Now, also, you know, on this website called PsychCentral.com, they 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 claim that marijuana has been classified as an hallucinogenic drug. They also claim that there have been, you know, Associated Press reports that marijuana use has been linked to schizophrenia as well as other psychiatric problems. Uh, uh, to your knowledge, Dr. Cohen, do you think that, um, from, like you said, from your day-to-day dealing, because you're on ground zero, you're dealing with people on a daily basis, have any of your patients said they had, like, schizophrenia or any kind of psychiatric reaction? from their medicinal marijuana use? I have to say that's a tough one because most people who who use it to treat a problem like that say it helps them. Uh, But but that's tough because people come to me with one question, you know, can I I get approval to use that? So they're not going to say it causes any problems. So I think I see a skewed, you know, part of the population. But people tell me that that it helps them with these kind of problems. It helps them with their moods. And and I can I, I, I can tell you though from it's a complicated answer, um, complicated question, complicated answer. The, the brain is so complex. I don't know if we actually know how it works, you know, and. I do know that cannabis is, and the receptor for it is the most predominant uh, in our brain. It, it outnumbers any other receptor that we that we have, and this has all come about in the last you know decade or two, when we've when we've learned about the, you know the what it's called is the endocannabinoid system, and that's just our inner system for uh, sensing the presence of. Uh, of the active ingredients in the plant, and and we know that we make a, a similar um, similar molecules are made by our own body that that affect us, and that are similar to the to the molecules that we find in the plant. And there must be a relationship, uh, but I don't think it's well known. There just haven't been a lot of studies. And traditionally, traditionally, um, it's written that cannabis may cause psychosis and may cause some of these problems for people. Um, but on a day-to-day basis, I see people who say that it helps them. That's the, but again, that may be just a biased um, part of the population that I see, you know, um, not my bias, but just people come to me for one reason. And so that's what they, that's, they tell me it helps. And so in the, in the literature, in, in the one, I'm sorry, just let me uh, try to finish the thought, which was in the in the study that I saw that mm-hmm. most it says that cannabis causes schizophrenia. I can say that that study I saw was sort of an amplification of of the data. That is, there was a very small difference that they that they showed in people that you know reported that they used more cannabis. They also found that they had more uh, more schizophrenia. But I believe it's very hard in a study like that to actually prove causation. You know, when you when you have a group of people that uses cannabis and they happen to have another, they happen to have a, a higher rate of schizophrenia. That doesn't make that doesn't make it caused by cannabis. That just says it's correlated with cannabis. And so when you look at a study, it's very hard sometimes to tell what a study really is saying. Um, and then when the authors make a certain conclusion that 
X causes Y, that can really cause some some big headlines, you know, like, oh, it causes cancer, it causes schizophrenia. But when you step back and look at the data very objectively, like I've always been trained to do, then you wonder if that's actually the case or whether it's just amplification of some some fear and, and it actually isn't in the data. So I believe that it's a very complex question. It's very hard to answer at this time. And um, I don't think I've seen any studies that convincingly show that it causes schizophrenia. But I know that in the traditional teachings, you know, and, and maybe there are cases that, that it does affect people that way badly, you know, and that's something to pay attention to. But I don't know if we have any firm answers. Hey, Tony yeah. uh, Lamont, can I ask the doc a question? Yes, go right ahead, Tony. Okay. Now, first I'm going to uh, set this up. I'm a libertarian. I believe people should do what they want to do as long as they don't harm other people. Um, I've, years ago, I went to a government website, and they were talking about the uh, uh, how marijuana was actually harmful to a person's body. I've been trying to find it. I can't find it on my computer right now. But what I have found is this, and I want to ask the doctor this. Are you familiar with the University of Arizona study? Which one? Uh, no. Where there's one that was I'm reading now. It was in the Republic um, publication date July 16th of this year. It says a new University of Arizona study shows little or no evidence that medical marijuana is an effective treatment for anxiety, migraines, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder, a finding that could hinder efforts to expand the allowable uses for the drug in Arizona. So, how big was the study? Let me see. It reviewed dozens of scientific studies related to marijuana use for the four medical conditions and determined that most of the research was of little value. Um, so this is a study reviewing other studies, is that right? Right. Well, right there, you know, I've always been taught that garbage in equals garbage out. That is, um, a study like that, um, and, and don't get me wrong, there could be, you know, I, I, I aim the same 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 uh, rule to all studies, and that is, if it's looking back at other studies, then you're always going to have problems. You're always going to have um, not such great information coming out. That's what I mean by garbage in, garbage yeah. out. And that's, that's what I've been taught. And well, that I, depends upon the quality of the studies, though, right? Well, yes, and uh, the quality of quality of a uh, let's call it meta-analysis, you know, a study that looks at a bunch of other studies. It's uh -huh. a meta-analysis. Meta okay. They're generally regarded as very poor for drawing conclusions from. If you look that up, it's, you know, that's not a bias. That's just the way the statistics work. And it's better to have studies that are prospective. That is, they look at a group of people and they follow them over time and, and see how they do, you know, given an exposure mm -hmm. to something or not. And then um, that's called a controlled clinical study, and that's the basis or the, you know, the... Yeah, if they use double-blind and triple-blind, if they follow them over the course of time, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. And also, so, uh, and also, I'd like to um, put this in out there, because sometimes it's also who is paying for the study. It is also what, what is the, the, the goal of the study itself that you have to base some of your opinions on because as the good doctor was saying, I respect some of his answers earlier, he was being fairly honest when he said, uh, you know, the conclusions that we draw at times are not based on 
and, and on a wide array of data that's not quite available to us all yet. You know, I, I think you're right. The the problem is when I look at the studies on all this, you see, you know, on, on like you mentioned, you mentioned about four different disorders right there. And, you know, when I look up data on, or studies on whatever question it is, you know, depression, for example, or pain or mood, um, you can find you can find one study that says one thing and another study that says 180 degrees different. And I believe the reason that's possible is because we don't have any big studies. Like there's a, the, these studies are very small, like 12 people or 20 people. And and for a controlled clinical trial to be, you know, to have power, statistical power, that is you can generalize to the population, not just from 12 or 20 people. You want to make conclusions that are based on hundreds of people or thousands of people that's why they probably drew those that's why they probably looked at a meta analysis to try to answer some questions but if they if they look at studies that are small in themselves and they group them all together it's still very hard to have power statistically to say one thing or another for the rest of us you know it's just based on very small trials and that's why i believe if you look at 10 people or if you look at one person and you see a certain and you draw a certain conclusion there's no way you can generalize or say, yeah, this one person, this happened to them. You know, you need more. So how many more do you need? Well, is it two, three? Don't know. So that's why if a small study has a certain conclusion and then another small study has another certain conclusion, you can see why they would say the opposite things, you know, regardless of who's paying for the study or, or what the assumptions are of the authors of the study. If you have small numbers of trials uh, of a particular question, you have a small number of people, it's very, very easy to get different answers. And and I don't believe those are um, worth much. You know, they're, they're, okay. they're very small. Okay. All right. And um, Dr. Cohen, if, if there's anybody out there who would like to further converse with you or get to know you any better, do you have a website so that they can check you out at? I do. It's, it's my name, um, craigcmd.com. And I have to say I'm working on it, so it's under construction, it's under development, and uh, it's just a start. But that's it, craigcmd.com. All right, all right. We want to thank the good doctor for taking time out of his Sunday to join us here on the show. Dr. Craig, uh, we're going to be talking to you some more in the future, sir. We'd like to thank you for um, blessing us here with your knowledge on Canada Play Play. It was greatly appreciated, sir. It's a great pleasure. I hope I was helpful at all. And I just wanted to mention, you know, people come to me with a, with with all kinds of problems. And they have one year they have a bag of pills, say 13 pills, and the next year they come in. And my most satisfying patients are those that come back in and they say, hey, doc, remember that bag of 13 pills I had in the plastic bag in your office? Well, I don't have that anymore. And, you know, my hand isn't shaking anymore. And they really are doing better, you know, with with cannabis, and those are the patients, the older patients that come back year after year that are saying they're doing better, and that's that's what I base a lot of my. That's why I keep doing what I do. Just oh, man, to do. And, and and here on Can a Player Play Doc, we want to say more power to you. Keep doing what you're doing, Doc. Keep doing Thank what you. you're doing. Thanks for calling me today. All right. All right. Bye. Now. Next, as, as the conversation changes a little bit, we're going to stick, still stick to the whole medical marijuana mix and the merits 
and we're going to go into another aspect of this whole medical marijuana debate as it is coming up on the ballots, I think, in um, Colorado, Oregon, and one other state. It's already been shot down in Nevada and California. I want to discuss that. Uh, what's been shot down, Tony? Um, to, to, to legalize it, the legalization of marijuana, sir, has already been shot down in a couple of states, and a couple more states are bringing it up again this November. Um, my memory is kind of foggy right now, so I'm, I remember Colorado, Oregon, and I think there's one more state that is on the ballot for the legalization of marijuana. Now, one of the things that I want to put out there is that the whole thing about marijuana is this. And I have this joke that I think some OG talked to me when I was a, a younger boy, was he's never seen anybody on the street side doing anything illegal to get marijuana. It's the other drugs like crack and cocaine and heroin that you see people out there doing all unspeakable manner of things to get their hands on it. Now, whatever your opinion of marijuana or 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 the availability of marijuana. There are a couple questions, realistic things that we need to ask ourselves. One, alcohol, prescription drugs and stuff of that nature do far greater damage than marijuana. That is you know a what? fact. Okay. Hmm. You wanted to say something, Joe? Yeah. First of all I want to give kudos to both you and um and Kay Diddy for having the doc on the show. Maybe next time you can have a lawyer because what I wanted to bring up is just what you're bringing up. Okay. And I'm reading an article here. It's called, and it was it was a study done by the report of the National Commission on Marijuana and Drug Abuse, and it says that the empirical evidence gathered to date lends no support to the hypothesis that marijuana heightens aggressive tendencies. And let me get back to it because I just got interrupted by another software. Heightens aggressive tendencies in the user or that its effect significantly increases the likelihood of inciting the user to violence or crime. So it's there, you go. there. And it's done by um, a national commission. Um, so I want to know if it's done by, I think it's by the government. I ha- I'm not quite sure. <laughs> But if it's done by the government, why then is the government against uh, having medical marijuana and marijuana in general? That, that's why yeah, I have because, to, uh, because I know it's money involved, but you know. oh no no no, it's all about the money because <laughs> just like prohibition, I mean, which is a little before time, but I know mm-hmm. you readers out there knew that was all about the alcohol and how to control the alcohol and who was selling what, and it's the same thing with this. They're having problems monitoring or monetizing the growers. You know what I'm saying? So once they get all that squared away where they can be totally compensated, you can be able to buy marijuana like a pack of cigarettes. And it's almost that, well, uh, that maybe that'd be a, that might be a bad analogy. But, I mean, it would be available because they're coming out with more positive stuff that it does more positive things and negative things. I never heard of nobody smoking a joint and running through a light and running over people at bus stop. You know, killing four or five people. You know what I'm saying? I, I we haven't heard that. I the most the only thing that uh, somebody that smoke a joint gonna do is kill a hostess Twinkie. That's a care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now and even in saying that what you have to do is you have to take a lot of the fear and you have to take a lot of the propaganda 
when you're discussing marijuana. You have to take a lot of things that we've been force-fed over the years. Even back in the day, they had these horrific ads that the government used to run about medical, uh, not medical, marijuana usage. Now, this is fact. Fact is prescription drug abuse is far outpacing everybody else's uh, illicit drug use. Is this a coincidence? Because somebody is making billions of dollars of prescription drug abuse. Why, yeah. also, or why also is the United States the most overly prescribed nation on the face of the planet? We far outpace everybody else when it comes to popping pills. You know, a couple of European countries got us beat on alcohol by a mile when it comes to prescription drug abuse, which has now reared its ugly head over the last decade. What exactly is being done about that? And why isn't the government going after, with as much passion, the distributors of prescription drugs as it did in the late 80s and 90s and early 2000s when, the, you know, the, the global war on drugs was initiated, they were going to eradicate it. The war on drugs is a joke and has been a failure. Why are thousands if, if, of people... If, if, if I paid you to pass this bill to give me a license, man, to sell this stuff, man, how, how, you're not going to come back next year, man, and, and, and rescind our agreement because I'm going to want my money back. Ah, so there it is at the basis of all this. If marijuana can be regulated, taxed, and distributed on a state-to-state, not federal, because I know Joe don't like the word federal about nothing, on a state-to-state basis where states that are hurting for cash can earn revenue, distribute, and regulate marijuana, what is the problem? What is it that is holding us back for going like other nations that have taken a more proactive approach to marijuana? The Netherlands, for instance. I think Portugal, if I'm not. Joe, where, where, where's Joe? Because Joe is the research man. Joe. Yeah, Joe, quiet for a moment. Well, you... Okay, I'll get back to him. I'll get back to him. There are countries that have taken a more proactive approach to marijuana. We have thousands, hundreds of thousands of people sitting in jail. Yeah, I'm here now. Oh, good, Joe. I need you to do me a favor. Uh, 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 which countries? Uh, the Netherlands is the first one that pops in my head that have legalized marijuana. I think Canada. Is Canada part of that, too? That I don't know. And okay. Portugal, I don't know either. But I think it's one of those countries. Well, yeah, research. New Amsterdam, I think, uh, maybe, I believe, as, as it legalized prostitution, too, I think. Yes. Now, why shouldn't we take a proactive approach to marijuana? It has been proven, first of all, it is a plant, a herb. It is not a man-made concoction of synthetic uh, chemicals. It is a plant that grows out of the earth. Well, there's another reason, too. If you start legalizing marijuana, um, like you were talking about, it's going to ruin the pharmaceutical industry. And like Lamont was talking about, when he beat me to it, just like you beat me to it, I've never known anybody who's smoked um, 
pot and got into a car crash, right? Now, they, they may have smoked pot and drank alcohol or something, some combination thereof when they got into the car crash. Right. But and, the one factor was not marijuana. Yeah, and like the doc said, it's not it's not really a pathway drug. That's just a political thing. And I forgot my train of thought where I was going with uh, with the oh yeah, as you're saying, uh, the plant. Uh, better put put it down, Joe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, let me smoke my joint too, <laughs> if you don't mind. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to smoke Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And for the record, I'm not smoking anything. Just so when people are listening, thank you, Lamont. And I had a time in hey, with that. Hey, Tony, we didn't imply that, did we? Did we? We did not no, imply. What, what, what did this we? Down. You implied it. You said put it down. Come on, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so in any case, <laughs> the plant is related to what? Hemp. Hemp would put everything else out of business. Hemp would put rayon, uh, nylon, everything else out of business. There you go. That's another added benefit of the, 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 the cannabis family is hemp, which has been proven to be one of the strongest, uh, uh, um, I would call it a fabric because you can make shoes out of it, clothing, even certain, a lot of people don't know, certain eye drops that you use contain hemp. The first car it was made out of hemp, if you, people don't believe that. The Ford, the Model T Ford, when he was modeling his, his, um, his cars, was made out of um, hemp mixed in with other um, other chemicals to, to form an alloy, which was the strongest deal. So do your research. Don't just sit back and listen to fear-mongering or, you know, listen to the ads that just scare the crap out of you. Go and do your research. Once again, we're just presenting information to you to encourage you to don't just sit back. As with anything else on Cannabis Play at Play, it is about presenting a topic to you to provoke a thought, to, to, you know, to embed something in your mind. Stop worrying about Snooky's baby and what clothes he got on this week. We got some things going on out here. Uh, uh, marijuana, there are hundreds of thousands of my brothers that are, and sisters that are, 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 yes, yes, sweet. Hemp is in a lot of hair products. You're absolutely right. Thank you for bringing that up. You know, like the Rasta man once told me when I was a little boy, the Rasta man told me herb is the healing of the nation. You know, you know, we go back to the same topic too, man. And this, 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 where we live is known for delivering misinformation or no information. You know, because a lot of these things that are prevalent in everyday society and. You know, these facts are not known, and the only way you will know them is you have to do some research. So my thing is, get off this he say, she say, people, open up your minds, look around, pay attention, you know, think. You have to think. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, wow, K. Diddy, you said it so eloquently and in such a calm tone of voice, it was almost uh, numbing. But go ahead. Uh, blaze one for the nation in the privacy of your home If you should choose to do so We on this show form, edibles, get you a cupcake Get you a sucker, get you a bag of popcorn You know, get you a cannabis cola I mean, they've gotten recreative people I mean, really, Absolutely. really creative I mean, some of the senior citizens that have serious 
uh, 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 cancer issues, man, they have inhalers. So go out and inhale a bottle of alcohol and tell me what happens. <laughs> and also, we also want to make sure that so that we're not misunderstood or misquoted. We're not promoting the irresponsible use of marijuana. Or we're not any encouraging drug. You, or any drug for that matter. We're not encouraging you to go driving down the street with a J in your hand or a sucker or, 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 or a brownie or anything of that nature. You ain't heard us tell you to go take a Vicodin or Oxycodone or something either. There you go. Do what you need to do in the privacy of your home. And anything you do in this life, do it with moderation. Because as with alcohol, prescription drugs, food, sex, anything that you do in excess has a consequence and has an effect. So you have got to understand where you are, understand what you're doing, and understand the moment that you're in. That is our philosophical standpoint over here at Canna Play a Play. Um, we're going to take a quick little musical break right here. Uh, don't go nowhere. And you know what? I'm just going to hit you upside the head. And before we go anywhere, as always, we want to make sure we thank the sponsors of the show, www.worldmovementrecords.name.com or just www.worldmovement.com. If any of you good folks who love K. Diddy and you want to follow him, K. Diddy, throw your Twitter out there because you got fans, brothers. K. Diddy one at Twitter. That's real simple. K. Diddy one. You can't miss that. And if you do, something wrong with you. And you can always keep up with your boy Pretty Tony at Selassie Sun. That is S. E. L. A. S. S. I. E. S. O. N. And of course, Joe remains the international man of mystery. Don't worry about him. You catch him when you can. I'm gonna hit and you, you got, here. And if you got Go any ahead. texts for Joe, please forward them to World Movement. <laughs> Boots you, baby.
number one with a bullet on my chart. You're a total smash, baby. Pop, you're R&B, you're M-O-R, you're easy listening. Turn me on in a day, Bobby. Yeah, but since I kissed you, I Medical marijuana mix and merit. 
I see the good folks in the chat room. Sweetly love, I see you. And I see all the other guests that have tuned in. I want you to understand that herb, hemp, cannabis, marijuana, ganja, whatever you call it, in the right circumstance has benefits. If we regulate it, if we tax it, if we distribute it the right way, it will remove the billions of dollars that not only are they spending to incarcerate people, which is a business now that has been spawned by the war on drugs. Tony, but let me let me ask the question. I'm sorry to cut you off, but but Joe, uh, uh, Tony, either one of you know how long, uh, uh, at what time frame in history was uh, marijuana first brought to the uh, attention of, of man, or what what year? Uh, do you understand the question? When was it first? You talking about like in Western civilization? Yes. Ooh, that is a good question, K. Diddy. That is a very good question. That's something we'd have to do some research on. You know, Joe? I'm listening on speaker, so I'm kind of delayed. I think it was in the 1920s when they had the um, the movie, the um, something about <clears throat> pot pot fever. And at that time, it was supposed to make uh, pot was supposed to make men crazy, turn them into madmen, uh, rapists. So I think it was around the 1920s when it was brought to national attention. Okay, so prior to the 20s, somebody had to discover it via ingesting it or trying to smoke it or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'm sure you know that the history of it probably goes back way beyond that, but it became an issue maybe here in the United States, maybe about that time. I um, think we need to do the research, man, or have some of my listeners do the research because we know where it is now. That's what we do know. We know where it is now, and we know in our lifespan when it first came to our attention, we know where the possibility of it going. I'm kind of curious to know where it came from. Cannabis sativa. That's a really good question, and we're going to do because I'm sure we'll be having this discussion again about marijuana. It comes in such a wide array of forms right now that I personally think I tell a lot of people all the time: you're too wound up. You need to go eat a brownie, drink a cola, lick a sucker, eat the gummy bears, use a vaporizer. You know what? I'm exhibiting too much knowledge. About, uh, yeah, because you sound like you know something about it personally. I'm going to ask a couple more questions in a minute, so you need to stop. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you don't mind telling me to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he got a point there, Tony. I don't want to show favoritism. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, I'll say, no, this is all stuff that I have written down here on the paper from the research that I did. You know, like when K. Diddy went to the strip clubs to do research on his thesis about male-female relationships. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. you have to, like Bill Clinton said, I did not inhale. Yeah. Getting back to that dissertation, I think, you know, I think Teddy's favorite part of his Ph.D. was the oral dissertation. Absolutely, you know, giving out the verbal communication. Yeah. Uh, I see I see all you good <laughs> folks in the chat room. Welcome to the show. 
uh, sweet bee medicinal, not recreational. That is a very good point. Uh, I, I see you, sweet. Uh, <laughs> go out and do the research, ladies and gentlemen. Find out what is for you. Please don't live your life by a sound by the ad propaganda. Information is readily available to us all if we go out and speak it pertaining to the pros and cons of every subject matter that we choose to discuss. Um, dating back, wow, dating back to 2737 B.C. Damn, sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what my girl sweet, she did to do. She came back with the info for you. How about that? Dating back to 2737 B.C. Uh, do the research for yourself, please. Don't take our word as law on this show. This is just an opinion show. This is just a subject matter show. Research and consumption of knowledge is what you need to form your own opinion. I, for one, I can honestly say, think that if we're going to have it, it's available, it's around, we should remove the taboo from it. We should remove, and I know I'm going to kiss some of my brothers off, and they're going to be like, Tony, what you talking about? We need to remove the black market effects of it, regulate it, tax it, let it benefit our schools, our highways, our bridges, whatever it is, just like the lottery. We need to do, we need to become more proactive in this country. We need to be more progressive in some areas of thought, and this is one of those. Okay, Diddy, you have anything you want to tell the good folks, sir? Uh, you said it very well, my brother. Okay, oh, sweet, come back with some more stuff. One of the 50 fundamental herbs in Chinese medicine. Okay, sweet, I ain't Chinese, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just messing with you. Sweet is putting in work in the research department in the chat room. Thank you so much, sweet. We greatly appreciate it. We're down to the last five minutes of the show. I hope that we have brought something to you for you to think about. To my good people in Colorado, Oregon, and I think there's one other state where the legalization of marijuana is coming up. If I have fans, if we have fans in these states, please go out and vote. Somebody needs to lead the way because that's what most states are waiting on for another state to actually do it so they can get this show on the road. We can't stop this train, but what we need to do is make sure it's not a runaway train. We need to make sure that there's a conductor, a driver, a, 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 a railroad engineer as the train goes down the track. Yeah, you now, can't can't say it enough about the voting thing. You know, there's a lot of people that died for the opportunity to vote. Even if you don't agree with all the choices, you still have a choice. Speak up on what that is, you know, and... and Say something. To say nothing is doing just that. You're doing nothing. So if you do nothing, don't complain. Oh, we could have a show on that. Okay. Because that would be me versus Diddy. Well, hey, come on. I heard somebody <laughs> say before, I ain't scared. Yeah, but you're no longer here, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that ain't going to be, hey, look, you go before I do. That ain't the case That's here. True. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Okay, well, if you guys don't show up, I'm gone. So what's the difference? We're going to roll it. We might roll that out. You know, I hope you enjoyed the show today. I hope we provoked the thought, promoted some kind of thought. I hope a couple of you that check us out in the archives will go to your computer and sit down and actually do some research about marijuana and its, and its benefits. Make form your own opinion. Make your own judgment. But we need to be a little bit more progressive in our thoughts and stop basing our uh, uh, opinions solely he on say, ideology. Yes. And he say, he say, with no, no, no knowledge at all. Well, let's face it. That's what America's all about. A bunch of lazy morons who don't like to do research, even though it's readily available right in front of them, and they just like to go by what other people say. Otherwise, people... You know, somebody named K. Diddy once said that this country is full of a bunch of followers and not leaders. K. Diddy was a wise man. I think so, too. Absolutely. Now, ladies and gentlemen, since Joe is the international man of mystery on this show, please don't be sending me hate mail for Joe. Oh, no, send it to him. <laughs> I want to read it. <laughs> Let him tell me on the air what it, what it was about. And, and since Kay Diddy is his cohort in calling y'all idiots and morons, that's <laughs> Kay Diddy. I hey, it is what it what is. It is. <laughs> you know that, Tony. You want to be nice and politically correct since you're the, you know, the originator of the show. Me, Americans are freaking morons, idiots beyond compare. Look at the state we're in. We couldn't be in the state we're in unless we allowed it. Think about it. Half the time the people get pissed off on you, it ain't because of nothing you did. It's probably because you done told them the truth about some shit. People don't like that. Uh, and that is, and that is a, a truthful statement. I, I definitely stand with that statement for sure. Because we're, as, as we're, well, the show is winding down. i got to express love to y'all. Also, I want to make sure, me and KB want to make sure we put it out there, that we greatly appreciate all you good folks out there who have been buying copies of the book, showing the brother love, you know, payology. Who is she and what is she to you? Uh, for the new, the gentleman that met me over the weekend, and I, I dropped some knowledge on him. Keep supporting the movement and, and grow with us as we are growing beyond, like Joe said, the self-transformation. We're making this movement an all-encompassing philosophy. To get your copies of the book from Amazon, Who is she and what is she to you? And play allergy. Don't you know? Play set your game up. It's not for all of y'all. But playology and who is she and what is she do? And I like to, I like to give my thanks to those um, those chicks who have been trying to call me at one eight hundred blow me. I thank you. <laughs> so please keep up the good work. And that is Joe's number. Tell him the number again, Joe. One eight hundred blow the f out of me. <laughs> Join us next week. You never know what we're gonna come up with. Um, I, I have some subject matter that I'm doing some research on. I think I need to talk to the fellas again because some things that I've been seeing in the national and international news is, is really rubbing the brother the wrong way. So tune in. Love and respect to everybody that checks us out in the archives by the thousands. Thank you to the sponsors of the show, www.worldmovementrecord.name.com. Hey, Diddy, blow your pants. Some kisses, brother. 
I exhale. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Why? You scared it's going to be used? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> it's far and sickle. You know, I've been doing my thing, born the same things, you know what I'm saying, all kind of things. Then you got my brother, Big Pooh. He doing his things, dirty, pretty things, whole bunch of things. We gonna do this thing one last time, man. Little brother. Ain't no automatic, systematic. Me and my second at it. Last around for the pound, get your instamatic. With all the pictures at it, we put our stamp on it. Not being camera on it, I mean diplomatic. I say what I feel till I ain't gotta say no more. I dedicate this to the A and R's that said LB is in the game, but they ain't playing ball. And all the turn coats looking, you forgot what we was playing for. So you can call this the Dana Mall. It's a removal of a fixture, a complicated picture. And not even Clarissa could explain it all. You're mad with me, tough ticket, it's a training brawl This is the marathon, I have been training for ever since Me and Big Pooh was getting rental cars ever since Crisis banging out on the ASR, never leave the game Just change the way I play the cards Hey yo, who them boys that make the record feel? Turn the speakers up and let the record kill Don't stop, you know it don't quit But when it's curtain call, then that's all you gon' get We do it like this one time, make the record feel Turn the speakers up and let the record kill don't stop, you know we don't quit But when it's curtain called, then that's all you gon' get And we do it like this This is it, the last monologue, last act in the play You can say the epilogue, new book to begin, dear friends You can always press rewind and relive it again Listen in in 03, make the people take notice Shout to Benny B, even though this was bogus Caught around the world, came home, new deal Hitler search it out, thank cops for the meal Messy show here, looking for massive Pill. Guess they wasn't ready for the real on the real It did what it did, know them boys bounced back Hit drawn with a car, gangsta the grills got that Boogie came through before get back dropped Three became two, but the party ain't stopped Before the curtain closed, before the music ends Had the time of my life, let me thank you again LB, them boys that make the record feel Turn the speakers up and let the record kill Don't stop, you know it don't quit But when it's curtain call, then that's all you gon' get we do it like this one time, make the record feel. Turn the speakers up and let the record kill. Don't stop, you know we don't quit. But when Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.